0: Speakers Association podcast where we support you delivering your message through community and collaboration.
1: We talk with successful speakers about how you can continue to grow your business and message through speaking.
0: I am your co-host Jason Antelek, owner and CEO of the Public Speakers
1: Association. And I'm your co-host LZ Flinnard, the mayor of Podcast Town. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the
0: Public Speakers Association podcast. It is our pilots launching episode. Happy to be here as your co-host. My name is Jason Antilek. We have the very talented behind the scenes and front of the scenes guy is my as my co-host here, Mr. Elsie Flanard. Uh Elsie, please introduce yourself. Let these folks know who you are.
1: First of all, Jason, let me just say that I am super excited and nervous at the same time about this whole adventure, but happy to be here. I'm LZ, Mayor of Podcast Town.
0: Man, do I love that tagline. That is the greatest tagline ever. The, the Mayor of Podcast Town. I, I, you, I just feel like you should always be wearing a shirt that says that. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I I what's funny, Jason, is I have four different colors of polos that have the has the logo on it. My my wife and kids, they they tease me all the time because like most days I have on a podcast town polo.
0: If my tagline was that cool, I would wear it everywhere, right? <laughs> I absolutely would. (laughs) My my name is Jason Antalek, your co-host here, and I am the owner and CEO of the Public Speakers Association, where we are changing the world from the front of the room. And I'm excited about our first episode and the value that we're going to be bringing to speakers in every episode. Uh, We've got an incredible guest today, one of the, the experts, he's been speaking on stages and working with corporate and, and training folks to be better speakers, and better human beings. Uh, he's been doing that for four decades, okay? Uh, known as the Prosper, Prospreneur, I hope I said that right, because dead. can you stumble <laughs> on it. Uh, Chris Salem, welcome, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you.
2: First of all, J- Jason and Elsie, thank you for having me. It is such an honor to be here sharing you know, again, just stuff that could help out your our fellow speakers out there, and this is a a great time right now with what we're going through to really start planting the seed in and everything that you're doing in your speaking career, whether if that's full time, part time, or something that's just
0: complementing
2: what you do in your business.
0: It's so true, Chris, and and relevant, and, and a lot of us have had an opportunity to get back to the basics. Right. To really look at that foundation of of what do we have in our arsenal that we can upgrade, uh, that we can move into a new space, gives us a chance to kind of do a gut check. uh, But also so many speakers find themselves even busier right now than they did before, because it's so easy to get where you need to be right? We don't have to get in the car and the trolley and the plane and the hotel to get where we're going. We really can, could do a lot more. Uh, so it's, it's never been more important to, to have that focus. And, and that's something Chris that I know you really help people with is that, that focus and, and what it takes to be successful. Uh, so help, uh, Help our audience understand what you mean by that from the basic level and, and where it leads.
2: Yeah, thank you, Jason, for that. Yeah, I mean, when you think about focus, this is, can be something that can be applied to any aspect of your life and business. So when it comes to speaking, again, it, it all comes down to the, your mindset and making sure that, again, that you are focusing from a, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And here's what the difference is so I can paint a better picture for the listeners. A fixed mindset means that when you wake up each and every morning, you're going to do what you usually do. Now, you have to ask yourself, with what you're doing subconsciously, is that serving you in a positive, negative way? Are you growing? Are you expanding? Are you reaching more people in terms of, I mean, if I'm just speaking from a speaker's perspective, and if the question, if you answer yourself honestly that you're not where you want to be, then obviously something needs to be changed. But see, like with anything, it takes a discipline over time to become a new habit and then a new habit over time to become a new pattern. So with that, it requires a level of focus. And the way that we can develop focus in our businesses and our personal lives is through discipline. Now, when I talk about discipline, I don't want anybody to get scared thinking like, oh my God, do I have to adopt a routine that the Navy SEALs use and what people do in the army and and that type of thing. No. But yet it's it's developing a new pattern of habits and disciplines that are going to build your foundation that are going to allow you to focus on the priorities that matter. So when we're looking at speaking, that we're not just throwing mud at the wall. We're not just attending, uh, want to speak at an event just to speak at an event, that we are making sure there's that we're speaking at, on certain stages that really roll up to the bigger picture of where we want to go and knowing where to spend our time wisely in cultivating relationships and connections that will lead and open up doors to those opportunities that will get you to where you want to be. So it's developing a routine and in making sure that we undo the things that don't work so that you can start developing a foundation to the things that do. And I'm happy to expand on.
1: Now you talked a little bit about mindset uh, before. Um, so we're talking mindset, we're talking discipline and focus. Sometimes some people have one of those things, but not all three. Uh, talk a little bit about how those are related and how you um, can achieve alignment with those.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, Alzi, for that question. So when, you, when we talk about focus, see focus is just a byproduct of the type of mindset that we're going to be operating from. A growth mindset recognizes that if we come out of our comfort zones often, that's where we grow. The things that, that, that keep us stagnated, fear, if we face and go through that, that will allow us then to overcome that to move forward. So with the growth mindset, we recognize that mistakes, any setbacks, challenges, or perceived failures are part of that process. They're not actual failures. They're things that we have to go through to learn so that when we faced with that again, we can do it differently and in a much better way to move forward. We actually grow from that. Whereas a fixed mindset operates from fear. So we avoid things that make us uncomfortable. We avoid make, taking certain calculated risks. We avoid making decisions. We, we find ourselves busy but not productive. So we're focused on priorities that are really not as important as we think. So a growth mindset recognizes that with that fear, instead of avoiding it, we embrace it. We learn to thrive on it. And in a way that we can learn to be present in the moment, that will help to offset that fear because fear resides in the past and the future. And that's how pretty much a fixed mindset operates. Focus is just a byproduct of the growth mindset, knowing that when we're in the moment, we can now be focused on whatever we're dealing with or working on at that time. We're not thinking about what happened yesterday, last week. We're not projecting into the future what could be. And what happens is when we learn how to be focused, having a game plan, like like certain daily goals that roll up daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, we have the ability to now, when we're in the present moment, to trust that process knowing what we can control in the moment letting go of what we can't control what we don't know and what we can't control in itself and knowing that if we do that each and every day that will eventually lead to the results that we seek as long as they've been defined clearly and broken down clearly in your goals so a combination of focus is the mind developed shifting from a fixed to a growth mindset incorporating certain disciplines, which I will explain here shortly, that will help you to do that. And then having goals, but not just any goals, not vague goals, but specific broken down so that every day, you know what you're doing each and every day. And what you don't know is okay. That will reveal itself over time that you can plug it in, like completing the puzzle. You know, it's like the missing puzzle pieces that you can then uh, insert when the time is right when the, when it's available to connect the dots so to speak so focus again is a process it happens over time but it starts with you know adopting a growth mindset and in order to attain a growth mindset you have to incorporate a couple uh, disciplines or habits to make that happen. One is meditation and journaling now why meditation and journaling when you meditate every morning early in the morning, you know, and just, you know, not trying to be perfect with it, just, you know, learning how to do it, do the best you can, not trying to control your thoughts, just focusing on your breathing, learning to be in the moment. And when you can journal right after with no intention, you're just writing down whatever comes to mind, that helps the, mo- the, brain- the mindset, the subconscious mindset to talk to the conscious mindset to reveal what could be getting in your way, what can be holding you back. And it helps you to learn how to be more present. And when we are present, rather than in the past and the future, we have the ability now to have more clarity. And with more clarity, that leads to becoming more decisive. When we're more decisive, we can then take action. That's where focus comes in. So focus is a combination of the, that discipline, the meditation and journaling, that become a habit or habits, then become a healthy pattern. And then that leads us to learning through clarity and being decisive and taking action to be focused. So this way we learn to say no to the things that don't serve us because before we might have been saying yes to everything that came our way and it got us really busy, but not productive and not really aligned with where we were going. So it's learning to really strategize. How do you want to construct your speaking career? What industries do you want to serve? What types of people do you want to serve? And then mapping out a game plan that is going to allow you to do that. We can manifest these opportunities if we focus 100% of our attention within our control to it. And the things that we can't, like we talked about before, eventually in time, it will happen. May not happen on the first go round. Think about a TED Talk. You might be specifically like, TED Talk, I want to do a TED Talk. I, it's most one of the most important things with my goals, but I've been rejected 25 times. Well, okay, that's part of the process. But knowing that if you keep focused and in in, in, in dedicating certain times during the week to prepare for the next opportunity, that perhaps now the next one you're going to get. So again, if you get caught up in why you didn't get it the first time or the fifth time or the 10th time, then you may never step back up to the plate to prepare yourself to put you in position to get it for the 26th time. So this is why again focus is so important and and doing that from a growth mindset. Sorry if that was long-winded but I wanted to be as explained it to so to the best of the ability that everyone
0: can understand that.
1: Nope, that was fantastic. Thank you.
0: Oh man, the details there and and how to look at it uh there, there's there's so much value in what what you just shared and and it reaches out to people, Chris, that's that's one of the things you do is inspire people to consider their approach I, and uh, one of a couple of things that really stick out for me is that getting up first thing in the morning you have control over what you do next that's that's your time right if <laughs> you make the decision if you're gonna pop open your phone or if you're gonna pop down in the chair and spend a few minutes just you know getting acclimated to the day uh, that is something that i looked at what are my morning habits and what is serving me and what's not because, you know, getting on the news channels before you've even woken up all the way is not usually the most positive influence. (laughs) A lot of Um, negativity. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and who knows what's real and what's not, and it's so much opinion and you're actually in a state at that point. I I mean, I am, I'm sure other people experience that where you're actually very impressionable. And it's it's a, a space where if you were doing something to build yourself up, that would be the impression, right? It, and and it's, a, it's a different way of looking at things. Uh, another piece that really stuck out for me in what you shared is the, the get stuff on your calendar. I'm, I'm a big believer in, and, and it's what I support people through the Public Speakers Association with, is where do you want to be and where are you? And how do you make the steps to go from here to there? But if you don't have something that, that you're looking forward to or a goal or something that you're striving for, then you're, not, you're, you're less likely to know what steps to take or even be able to design where you want to go. And having something on your calendar, like you said, the, the monthly or weekly or annual goals gives you something to work with. And it's kind of like that game day schedule coming out, right? When the NFL schedule comes out, you know, if you're a fan or a player or, you know, whoever's involved, you circling certain dates and you prepare and you control what you can in the moment getting there. But when it comes time for that for, for that kickoff, that you're there, you're in that moment and you can't be thinking about what you did or didn't do. And like you said, it takes you out of all the other stuff. You can control where you are. And a a lot of people miss that in the day-to-day, right? Taking the time to do that.
2: You made a great point, Jason, about football. I always like football as an example about what we're talking about. You know, you think about a player like Tom Brady, right? You know, Tom Brady, you've been in the NFL now for 20 years. And, you know, how many players that have been in 20 years at quarterback still playing at the level that he is. Now, a lot of people might say that really don't understand athletes or understand football might say, well, he's just a phenomenal talent. Well, if he were a phenomenal talent, he would have been drafted in the first round of the 2000 draft, but yet he was drafted in the sixth round with the 199th pick. See, Tom Brady wasn't drafted on pure talent. But see, here's why he was drafted. He was drafted because of his mindset that he even had established at a young age. And the Patriots knew that he was the type of player, even though he didn't have the best arm, he wasn't the fastest, he wasn't even, you know, had the frame, what they would want in a typical quarterback. But yet he had the mindset and he had the focus to develop in a system that could bring out the best in him to win ball games, And that's what happened. And because of the way he conditioned his mindset over these 20 years, also had a, an effect, profound effect positively on his body. So he was able to you know, really you know, really, you know, offset the issues of aging that could that affect many football players. So that allowed him to play at a peak level, even at this age in his early 40s, where he's at right now. So again, it's not necessarily that you have to be the best, but to be your best. And it starts here it's really your it, it's really your focus it's really your dedication your commitment the ability to be decisive and take certain risks and to really be a team player you know whether if you don't work with a team but know that there are other people that you that you need to refer to that can offset your weakness or your weaknesses that can help you to get you to where you want to be so it's kind of approaching it like that and if that that example used with football is so key because it is a team sport and and while speaking can be looked upon as a you know not a team sport well, you may not be working with other people cuz you're on your own but indirectly you are and this is a way to leverage those resources and those people to develop a a team that support each other to get you to where you want to be
0: you didn't end up on that stage by yourself no Somebody set up the event. Somebody behind the scenes has gotten butts in the seats. Somebody had to put the stage together and set the lights up. Your audio, video, there's so many parts that go into it. So there's no way that you ended up in that spot on your own, Uh, whether that's a virtual event, an in-person event, or a conversation, just a simple conversation with someone else puts you in that you know, put, put you in that same kind of mode because there's two people involved. So no, you never get there on your own. Uh, my favorite Tom Brady quote, uh, I, I respect his position, not a Patriots fan, but uh, you, gotta, you, you gotta recognize as a football fan, the success there that's been there and the longevity of it. But my favorite quote by him is that if you wanna beat me, you've gotta sacrifice as much or more as I have.
2: He's got discipline.
0: He eats at a certain time. He,
2: he wakes up at a certain time, and he's very consistent. That's what's so important. This is, gonna again, this, everything we're sharing is not just for speakers, right? This could be applied to any, anything in your life, anything that's really important to you. But yet, when you're a speaker, the more focused that you can be, you're going to be more in the moment to be more aware of the opportunities that are best suited to you where you could be more value and compelling to that audience that you serve. So it's not again, this way you're spending your time wisely, planting seeds for those opportunities to talk it for companies, for industry events, for personal and professional development, charities, uh, whatever, virtual virtual summits, that type of thing. Making sure that you're not just like trying to throw your name into every hat. That's not gonna be a good use of your time and you're gonna have more disappointment Than success, but knowing that there is going to be setbacks, you're not going to get chosen. People a lot of times will ask, "Well, Chris, you're speaking at for this company, you're speaking at this industry event. You must, you must have the Midas touch. How do you do it?" Well, you don't know that I've been rejected more times than I've actually received all those opportunities. But I don't look at those rejections or as disappointments or as failures. I look at as part of the process that I learned that okay that maybe this isn't the right time for them. Maybe my topic isn't in alignment with the theme like I thought it would be. But nonetheless, I know it's my audience, but yet maybe the next time, and then so so on and so, so forth. And that's where you gotta focus. It's not just throwing again, I'm not going after every event that comes my way, but I'm picking the ones that I know that are in alignment with my values, with the, my level of expertise, my, where I know I can be compelling to them, and those are the ones I concentrate on and leave the rest for other speakers where there are better alignment for.
1: Chris, you um, we, we've talked a lot about mindset, focus, discipline. Uh, we've even thrown in one of my favorites um, is uh, sports quotes. You, can, you can't not <laughs> use enough sports analogies. Uh, so kind of playing off of the, the Tom Brady uh, analogy, what does that look like for a speaker? What is that? Um, that thing, what are the, some of the things uh, on a practical level that speakers can do to get to that level?
2: So, what I would say, LZ, is again, you know, to develop your own success foundation. I would say that meditation and journaling are universal for everyone. Now, incorporate other things that are going to help develop you emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, and then allowing that foundation that you build that raises your level of confidence and self-esteem, which it will, that's gonna carry out into everything you do. So when you're writing out a speaker abstract for an industry event, or you're, you're putting together some information for a company that you wanna talk at, or a personal development event, that energy shines through, whether if that someone sees you or not, it's that, that confidence can go a long way. And the thing is, confidence is built up over time. It's, it's not something that you flip a switch. It's a process. Your success foundation is going to play an well, the most important role in making that happen. So, so the key is, is that by doing that, you're going to develop a level of focus, putting uh, 100% of your attention in the moment to whatever you're working on. So that energy gets across to the person that is going to be maybe perhaps help you maybe is the one that's gonna make the decision to have you speak on their stage, whatever the case may be. It's not that you're, you're, you're 33% focused there, and then your other 33% is over here, and then another 33% is over here, that add up to 100%. You're not multitasking. So learning how to be focused and present allows you to be dedicated in the moment 100% in that time frame to what you're working on before you move on to the next
0: That makes a lot of sense in so many ways that just like you said, it applies not just to speaking, but to other areas and working with people. One of the things I've learned is if you start to focus on one area of your life and that begins to line up (laughs) very quickly. You get successful in that space and that spills over into the other areas. So if you're focusing on your business and staying in the moment and following through with that mindset, uh, there's a, a, a really powerful chance that that's going to move over into your personal life or your relationships. It's Absolutely. definitely going to next affect your finances in a positive way. So find the area for you where you can focus because it, making a change sounds like this gigantic thing it sounds so big but if you take it in the little steps that it actually is that get you there it's much easier right that old adage of the how do you eat this giant thing you do it one bite at a time that fits for you know really for everything so chris thank you for uh, for sharing that expertise and really getting kind of down to the fundamentals and the nuts and bolts uh, you have you have so much to offer people, and there's so much more that you do uh, people that are interested, of course, can read the bio that we've provided as part of the description for the podcast. Uh, but please, Chris, share f- with folks how they can get in touch with you if they want you on their stage or uh, you know want to work with you personally, have a conversation. How does that work?
2: Well, thank you, Jason Elsie again for for having me on and sharing this important topic and. Yeah, I just really love to get to know people and and see what they're up to, what's holding them back, what what what's your, what are they striving to do, you know, how can we move you forward? And and I just like to get to know people first, you know, no you know there's no no agenda whatsoever. So the best way to get in touch with me is uh, at my website first check out who you know who I am to make sure that hey, do I want to talk with him? That's uh, www.christophersalem.com. That's my full name. And you could always reach out to me on my email or on LinkedIn, chris at christophersalem.com. And then my LinkedIn page is Christopher Salem. And again, uh, I, I'm, I love to connect. And I just want to see, you know, you know if there's something there that we can connect on. And if I could be a resource for you, I'd be happy to you know, play that role. And I always believe in giving back what has been given to me. Uh, again, I live my my life and I, I conduct my career from giving without expectation and receive without resistance. So, so yeah, that's where uh, they can get in contact with me.
0: I hope you have that on a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm going to be putting that out pretty soon somewhere. Yes, yeah, that that's, slogan. I use it everywhere I go.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty phenomenal. All right, well, Chris, thank you so much uh, for getting us launched and and bringing the value. Uh, really setting the bar for the Public Speakers Association podcast. I uh, want to thank you for taking the time to share with our listeners and everybody out there. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can always reach out to us through the publicspeakersassociation.com. Uh, or you can uh, talk to us about your own podcast with Enterprise Now. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Public Speakers Association and how you can be part of our speaker community and the amazing opportunities we provide, please visit us at publicspeakersassociation.com. You can also hop on my schedule to chat with me personally about how Public Speakers Association
1: can support you in your speaking business and career. And if you're a speaker and would like to learn more about leveraging the power of podcasting to broadcast your message, pay us a visit at podcasttown.net.